the Lunchbox Reviews. We are doing episode 7 of What If. It's called What If Thor Were an Only Child. Uh, so just kind of the basic premise. This is kind of uh, like the party episode where, you know, when you're in high school and you party at a friend's house and the mom is on their way. So you have to clean up frantically. Basically, that's what this uh episode is did it work out that way um what did you guys think before the spoilers oh okay i'm gonna start i i really like this one i i thought it was awesome i i know like it's probably at odds with you guys but uh i thought it was cool because like it went all in on this concept and it's like okay we're gonna do goofy teenage comedy romp and like they pulled out a teenage comedy romp on a cosmic scale uh, and, and to me, Chris Hemsworth, his charisma shows, like, uh, supposedly he's got great ad lib and, and it shows he's a really funny guy. They, they put him perfectly. Tom Hiddleston showed up. He's, he's hilarious too. They're, they're both, they play so well against each other. So funny. And then when it came time to, for the action to, to happen, it was, it was amazing. It was like Dragon Ball Z, Captain Marvel versus Thor. Spoilers, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah it, it, it was it was cool like like the, the only thing that dragged it down was like the Jane Foster and what's her name Kat Denning stuff but uh but yeah yeah I, I give it a thumbs up um I mean I think I'm at a point with what if where unless it's like the Doctor Strange episode it's they all kind of get a little forgettable for me um while I watched this when I was entertained by it like I was definitely like I had some chuckles like I had a good time watching it it's it didn't blow my mind in any way but honestly like this is what I thought all of what if was going to be where it's just like a fun situation and this is the one that's actually I think the most fun because as I said way back I'm here for a good time and so was Thor in this episode so it worked for me in that sense um it's not anything I'm like gonna tell everyone about but like it was a good time yeah that's where I'm at uh, yeah, I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, there are times where Thor is just really kind of, even though it's a cartoon, just overacting and think he made himself like dumber than he actually is. Um, but uh, some things were really funny. And as Alex touched on earlier, I'm glad that they actually just went full funny, like uh, not we don't have to talk about like tone or anything like that because they just went full funny. And uh, yeah, uh, I liked a lot of it. There were some things that missed for me, but uh, so uh, let's talk about it. So let's start off with uh, act one. Uh, start off with Jane and Darcy at the desert. They detect something and boom, uh, party Thor and friends arrive in Vegas and when in Vegas, you start a party. Uh, we also find out that Odin goes in his Odin sleep. So uh, Frigga tells Thor about, you know, responsibility. You have to do this. You have to do that. You're going to be the next king. I did really like that part where Frigga kind of just pokes Odin in the cheek a little bit. That's one of my <laughs> favorite parts. Uh, and since this is, you know, party Thor, and they know that Heimdall was going to see what they were doing, they're like, uh, I think, mentioned what better place to have a party than somewhere Heimdall wouldn't even look. So it was a great party. Scrolls were there. Howard the Duck was there. Grandmaster. It was 
really cool to see a bunch of like the uh, space people. And uh, yeah, shenanigans ensue. Uh, what do you guys think of the first act? I didn't know what to expect going into this episode. So I was thinking like dark tone, what if? I was like, uh-oh, Thor's going to come here and take over the world or do something of that nature. So I had this like one second where I was like, oh no. And then he's like, party. And I'm like, okay, whoa, that is not what I thought was going to happen. And then the fact that it was just exactly that, it was just a party. I thought was really funny like that to me especially after some darker episodes going just like full humor with it that caught me off guard and I thought that was entertaining and this setup of the party like I liked it was fun seeing all the characters because it felt like these throwaway cameos which are always kind of fun in this setting like oh look at all these people partying together like Drax is there we saw Yondu we saw like a whole bunch of people um, just doing their party stuff and they got the voices of almost all of those people, even though they had like literally one line at a party. I thought that was kind of fun too. So it was fun. I think most of the cast that is going to be in Thor, Love and Thunder, like we're, we're, we're in this, mm. like voice-wise. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, Michelle brings up a great point. Like we've been conditioned to expect like this really dour and, and you know, moody stuff. That doesn't really pay off. It doesn't really make sense. Like, like, oh, these characters are all going to die for no reason. So the stakes are low. But, but like, this is just fun right from the start. Like, like it's just a party. Thor doesn't want to get caught by his mommy, and 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 Hemdall. Like, like the, the the only like complaint I have is that he was there's no voice. It, it, it's really difficult to capture Idris Elba's voice though. So I under completely understand. Uh, if he wasn't available, but uh, yeah, it it uh, it set me up like I, I wasn't expecting. I was wasn't expecting to have a good time watching this episode, so I, w- I was like really cautious, but it, it paid off eventually. Uh, you guys pretty much were on are on the nose with uh, what you were talking about, so I'm gonna kind of just mention what I didn't like about uh, the first act, and actually this kind of uh, th- mostly throughout the uh, the episode was. I felt like Miss uh, Academy Award winner Natalie Portman was reading off like a piece of paper. Like it, it just seemed weird. Like how she delivered her lines. It, it, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel natural. But uh, yeah, that was my only complaint. And I, I love the party scenes. And yeah, it's a college party or you know a high school party. It is what it is. So. Uh, with that, let's move on to the second act. Um, so this after a night of partying, Jane wakes up uh, along with like Thor and friends. They get uh, woken up by Maria, Maria Hill and S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, they take Jane and Darcy with them to the helicarrier where they plan to eliminate the aliens. Uh, so they grab the beeper. Oh, by the way. Why there's no Nick Fury is that he got smacked and apparently he's still unconscious. So that was really cool too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they call Captain Marvel. Loki shows up as a frost giant. So this was because Thor, or sorry, uh, Odin gave him back. And it was really cool that it's still uh, calling Thor brother from another mother. So there's still that connection. There were still buds. So Captain Marvel shows up. Calls him White Snake because you know references. A uh, really cool fight scene, and I think 
this was the part where Carol was just holding back, saying that uh, she could have just destroyed part of the planet with if, if she went full force. And so uh, they they regroup. They have another plan. Uh, Jane, seeing the plan, goes to kind of uh, Heimdall to get her to meet with Frigga. And uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Uh, well, covering like the the fight, I thought the fight was awesome. It, it um, you know, ju- judging just by like the movie, and this is real nerd stuff right here. But, it, but like, just judging by the movies, I thought like, oh, so it's gonna like get destroyed and and, and you know whatever. But uh, but but I guess that wasn't the case. I mean, they were hitting each other you know, across continents. I, I, I never really got the impression that Carol was holding back that much because like they, they were both, you know, hitting each other, but, and nerd talk, uh, <laughs> but real, uh, real analysis. Uh, yeah, um, Maria was a little more on the annoying side. Like she, she was uh, making these like weird calls where we're like, Fury probably wouldn't have like like but, but this is more third act like uh, like deciding on the nuke dropping the nuke they're like okay that's that, that's a little too much um but uh as it stands you know the the stakes are raised and and you know you you, you do care because like Thor is such a fun loving character you like Thor but like his negligence is causing all this disaster. And, and, and this is a true what if, because like, what if he was an only child, he doesn't gain the experience of humility and the hubris that he did in Thor, the first Thor movie. So, so I, I, I think it's a valuable lesson. <laughs> <laughs> um, this act for me, I think was kind of the slower of the three, just cause it had the most Jane in it. And she was the issue that I had as well. Um, it felt agreement. <laughs> yeah and like the storyline like get her out of here doesn't like I don't know I, I get <laughs> I guess that you can't have a Thor without her being around but it just felt like too much um the only thing that I did like there, there was the jokes about like them having sex and I thought that was really funny <laughs> like that actually like caught me off guard again because like they wake up and it's like clearly after a night of drinking it's like heavily insinuated that like things have gone on and then Darcy has this line or Jane is saying oh you know I, I met the alien uh, diplomatic relations something like that and Darcy's like oh is that what the kids are calling it and <laughs> I don't know what it is about that line but I, I chuckled pretty hard I thought that was really funny that they were just like yeah we're gonna actually like really put that joke like that I don't know I don't think sex jokes happen very often in the Marvel universe if they do I haven't noticed it and that one to me just caught me off guard I thought it was really really funny and it felt like a line that like Darcy in the movies would say because her character is very consistent in how she just like is very snarky and like has those quips um so I I liked that part as well um I agree with the Maria Hill like more in the third act situation but I think because they had um what's his name Rumlow Crossbones Crossbones Frank Grio's character why would he not just be that person making those kind of sketchier calls? Because he is a sketchy dude. I just think it would have fit more for his character, for him being like, no, no, do the new, do it, do it. Like, this is what we want to do. <laughs> hell being like, oh, I don't know. Um, that would have felt more in line with the characters for me. But I mean, I'm, I don't watch What If for like true character building. So let's be real. It doesn't super matter at the end of the day. Um, the fight was awesome. Alex, the moment you said Dragon Ball Z fight, I'm like, that's exactly what I like 100%. 
I was like, this looks so reminiscent of something to me. And that's exactly what it is. It's very big. It's big out of the world across the continent. I like the punching across the continent and seeing the name of the continent. That just made me chuckle. That was really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the fight was great. The fight was a highlight for me of the entire the entire episode for sure. Same. Yeah. Um, you guys already talked about it. I uh, just really wanted to talk about the fight. It was really cool visually to see that fight. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. And then when they went up in the air, some kind of uh, Looney Tunes where you see like which part of the world they were. Uh, I really like that. And if you're one of those people, you're probably going to try and guess who that lady was sitting by the, uh, the beach. Oh, I know that's yeah. going to be a question that people curious. ask because there's no way that they were going to just show that random lady but who knows that's for the uh the really hardcore ones this is I, what I, if i'm not thinking of. <laughs> i i you know what i thought at first it was going to be frigga's like oh frigga lied and she's just having her vacation away from everything and then she's going to pop up at the end but but no that wasn't the case so yeah well to me the way that i think the light hit some of the hair i was like is that broke and then i was like oh, no. like stop stop it dude. before you go anywhere no 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 just stop so uh, yeah it's a person on the beach <laughs> yeah, yeah really cool fight been. scene and uh i guess we can move on so uh during thor and captain or captain marvel's second fight maria hill was going to order a nuclear strikes which made uh crossbones really happy uh fingers right in the button button and this is when uh a while a little while ago uh jane had gone to frigga and tell told her what Thor has been doing. So at that very moment, Frigga appears. And of course, Party Thor explains that this is his study group and that they're here for, for a cultural exchange. Uh, Frigga seemed interested and tells, Thor's that, uh, tells Thor that she'll be there to see his report or uh, syllabus, I think she called it. And this is where Thor panics and pleads with his friends to help him clean up the mess. The friends are about to leave and Thor had to use his big voice, that thunder thing, and tells him that his mother is coming and they seem to be all afraid of Frigga. So they all pitch in, get the place cleaned up just in time for mom to arrive. So after this, all is well. Thor is with Jane and boom a bunch of ultrons arrive and with the lead ultron who happens to be kind of vision and he had the infinity stones on his chest let's go let's discuss <laughs> um uh <laughs> the, the 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 ultron thing uh, that, that that ultron thing it, it, it didn't work for me like the, the only positive i can say about that is like it might redeem Ultron because like he was kind of lacking in uh, in the in, in the movie, but, like in my opinion. But um, but uh, it, it, it was a fine ending be, be, because it stuck to the tone. Uh, like like it didn't get ultra serious and stuff. It was uh, it, it, and and plus the visuals is just great of like Stonehenge being patched up, the uh, the Ferris wheel uh, over there in London, you know, being put back together. But uh, and then the Frost Giants fixing that 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 arch. Uh, I forgot where that arch is. That's, St. Uh, Louis. St. Louis, yeah, yeah. And Surter. Surter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. God, I love that. He's just hitting on uh, Statue of Liberty. <laughs> so the arm comes off. 
Yeah, no. This, and he this, sticks this it back. Like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, it was really good. Uh, yeah, it, 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 all, it hit all the right notes for me. Yeah, I mean, I, it was fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. For me, it peaked with the fight. Like, the big fight was really awesome. And then, like, the rest of it is just kind of, like, cleaning up this this very child I don't childish storyline I guess would be what I'm trying to say so it plays out exactly how I'd expect like oh mom's coming we got to clean up okay friends let's clean up and then like the the thing at the end where he calls uh, he calls the hammer and then the hammer's all covered in party things I'm like of course you can't Mm -hmm. actually get away with it like you know it just it plays out so so how I'd expect um, which was fine for what this was. I wasn't trying to like, you know, I don't need deeper meeting in party four. <laughs> you can get drunk and make a mess. That's fine with me. Um, the Ultron situation, honestly, I are they? I don't know what reaction they're hoping we're gonna have in that moment because I'm sure we're not having the reaction that they wanted of like, oh wow, they're building this universe. Like we're gonna see all these things happen because it's been a couple episodes now where like there's that final reveal and like things are happening and they're clearly like building towards something. And I don't care about that. I'm more involved in the self-contained story. That's totally fun. I love it. I don't need, I don't need anything else. Just let it end. End the episode, be done with it, carry on. So yeah. Um, it was a full-on comedy Marvel comedy until you know the very end where it had the uh the serious Marvel fans go. <gasps> Even the watcher said something, and then you see the uh, the image of uh, Vision slash Ultron, which was I have to admit, which pretty cool. But again, it sort of just kind of added uh, nothing to that story. I think if uh, most of the what if episodes didn't have like an end credit scene, this would have just kind of worked better as an end credit scene for me. Just finish that whole fun episode, which was which was exactly what it was. It was just a fun episode. Uh, Michelle touched on earlier. It's like, you know what's going to happen? This is like uh, Ferris Bueller when he's just running to, to get home and the mom is coming. That, that's what it felt like for me. Yeah. And then it did that thing with Ultron, which was, I don't hate it, but it should have been just a end credit scene. Yeah. Uh, so with that... What are our final thoughts of this episode? And uh, let's give it a score. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I, I, I did like it. I think it was the great. It, it, it was one of the better ones. Not, not as good as the Doctor Strange one because that, that, that one was like it, it felt more emotional. This was a different kind of emotion. It, it, it was pretty consistent with laughs, uh, and, and the action was really cool. It, it probably. Well, besides that Doctor Strange one, it had like the best action. Uh, very creative, very funny. I'd give it, I'm torn between seven and a half or eight out of 10. Uh, probably seven and a half because that, that, that Ultron thing just, it, 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 it was like I predicted that they're going to do a whole shared universe. It's happening. You know, thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. But because it, 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 like Marvel's up its own ass and like it shows especially in this cartoon series, which should have been just standalone episodes. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I I mean I pretty much agree with with all of it. Um, Doctor Doctor Strange by far the best episode. I give this one like I don't remember what I gave anything. So um, I gave, I'm gonna give this one probably like a seven. Um, it was fun. I think my like 
I don't know. I liked still the Black Panther Star Lord, T'Challa Star Lord, better than this episode because I like a little bit of heart with my silliness. I like a little bit of both together. I I don't like fun. I don't like whimsy. This is too fun. Even though I'm here for a good time, I'm not here for a fun time. <laughs> um, it was it was it was fine. It was a fine episode. Seven out of ten for me. Uh, for me, it I didn't hate it. It uh stuck with its fun tone throughout most of the episode 99 of the episode uh it, it wasn't anything special uh it got some chuckles out of me uh again you guys mentioned it already the fight scene between captain marvel and thor was really cool and yeah for me this is uh a seven nothing special seven uh with that that is our episode of what if episode seven um please do all the things that you do for the youtube like subscribe talk to us uh whether you're human android robot selling your (laughs) sex website we're here for a good time let's talk about it um i haven't made the uh the video yet but we are still trying to get to a thousand and we are giving away a daredevil statue right here but i'll make like a cool little video for it later once again i'm joined by michelle and alex and we'll see you next time peace